And Mazel Tov is a, is a word that we use a lot. We talk about Mazel Tov and we also say in Mazel Yisrael. Jews, there's no um, such thing as, as Jewish Mazel. So, so what is Mazel? How, how does Mazel work? Is there Mazel? Isn't there Mazel? To what extent does Mazel affect us? Can we overcome Mazel? Can we override Mazel? What, what do we mean by it? It's a word that's used so often by so many people. And I always find it a little humorous when you see people giving lectures and talks and Divrei Torah on, on Hashgocha and, and whether it works, Hashem's predetermination and free choice and, and whether there's Mazel or there's not without learning the sugya. Like, like everything, in, there's a sugi in the Gemara, there's a, there's a piece of Gemara that we'll get a beginning of a, a taste of today. And without learning the sugi, you, you can't begin to understand the concepts. They're complex, and how do they interrelate? Um, and, so, and so this concept of, of mazel is, is part of, of today's sugi. And it starts with a uh, comment about Rova, an amazing statement of, of Rova, who talks about two of his rabbeim, uh, Rabbo and Rav Chiste. And he says Rabbo was, was uh, they, were, they were both unbelievable tzaddikim. If either of them dove in for rain, no matter how much drought there'd been, either of them just had to open their mouth for rain and rain would come. Unbelievable tzaddikim. And yet Rav Chiste lived till he was 92 and Rabbo died at 40. Rav Chiste had 60 weddings in his, in his lifetime in his family. And Rabbo had 60 funerals never in his family during his lifetime. In Rav Chiste's house, the dogs used to eat fine bread, fine flour, and they didn't eat it because they were so full. And in Rabbo's house, there was, wasn't enough coarse bread for humans. And therefore, Rava says clearly, success is not a function of, of Tzidkut. What do they say? Why such a great person? Why do good things happen to bad? Why do bad things happen to good people? Robert deals with the race. It's got nothing to do with how good you are. How successful you are has nothing to do with how good you are. Life, children, and food, and the divorces, that's kind of everything. You've got health, and you've got family, and you've got panasa. What, what else do you need to be comfortable in this world? Don't think it's dependent on how good a person you are. It's not nothing to do with zchut. It's all about mazel. What a statement. What a comment. And he brings the proof from Rabbi and Rav Chista. And furthermore, he says, I davened for three things. Two that I was granted, one I was not. I asked for the wisdom of Rav Huna and the wealth of Rav Chista. I got it. Got the wisdom of Ravuna, I got the wealth of Rav Chiste. And Vitanute de Rabba but I asked for the humility of Rabba Baravhuna. Loyavuli. That I wasn't given. Two massive questions on the on the, this piece of Gomorrah. The first question uh, is really everything depends on Mazel. So what it says in in the second paragraph of Krishna, it doesn't apply that if you do A, B, C, and D, then Hashem will bring the rain and the wealth. Is there no correlation between what we do and what we get? That's just so difficult to understand. And what is the role of Mazel? And the second question is, how did Rav, how did Rav daven for, for, for humility? Humility is something you earn, you work on, it's a midah. 
And at the end of the day, I call by their shemayim chutz meira shemayim. Everything you can say is b'shit, but what kind of a person you are is not b'shit. You work on it yourself. Torah mevi'el de'zirut, v'zehirut le'zrizut, Rabbi Pinchas Menyori, the Mesilis Yishorim, all the Sifrei Musar. We know that there's a process to work on yourself to become great. How does Rav Chista daven for greatness? That question the Marsha asks. And he answers, you still need siyat edishmai, you still need help, even if you're working on it. Yes, if you work, then it's true, habala taher law, that if you make an effort to purify yourself and elevate yourself, you get siyat edishmai, Hashem helps. But you need that help, you still need the siyat edishmai, you can't do it on your own. And that's what Rabbi was, 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 what Rabbi was davening for, that I should have the siyat edishmai. The first question Tosvis asks, and, and says, how is it, how is it possible? We say, in Mazali Israel. We say Jewish people are not governed by Mazal. And, and here we're told that by, by Rover that everything is Mazal. It's got nothing to do with what kind of a person you are. Answers Tosfus, a very unsatisfying answer. Sometimes Mazal can be changed, sometimes it can't be changed. It just depends. Doesn't help us a whole lot. But the Ritvo explains it further and says that there is a force of muzzle, and we'll understand a little bit more in a moment, there is a force of muzzle in the world, but that muzzle can at times be overcome, if you've got a lot of schut, you need a lot of spiritual energy to redirect uh, where you're going. You know, if you've got a plane flying, it, it, gets, it gets blown off course by the winds, but with a lot of energy, you can, you can change course. Uh, you don't have to go with the wind. So there is a wind, there is a force in the world that blows us in certain directions. But with a lot of schut, and part of that schut is the schut tefillah, through our, through our davening, we can impact that direction. We're not completely at the hands of it. But in Mazal Yisrael doesn't mean there's no such thing as Mazal for Yisrael. There is, says Tosvus and the Ritvo. It's just something that technically we're able to overcome. Then there's a very important um, piece of Tiferes Yisroel. We've uh, spoken about the Tiferes Yisroel before in the parish on the Mishnayas, just this wonderfully progressive, advanced, amazing, controversial person, the Tiferes Yisroel. And he writes a long essay at the very end of Masech the Kiddushin, which every Jewish person should not only learn, but should know. Um, and, the, uh, and certainly one should never voice an opinion on matters of Bashirt and Mazel and Ashkocha unless one has learnt thoroughly the, the Tiferet Yisrael uh, at the end of, of, of Kiddushin. What the Tiferet Yisrael says, among other things, is Unava'er on the, on the second page of, these, of the sources. Unava'er milat Mazal Mahu. I'll explain to you what the word Mazel means. The word every Jew knows, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. What does Mazel Tov mean? What does the word mean? Shosho Nazal. The, the word, the root of the word is nozel, liquid. This has nothing to do with luck. This is nozel, it's liquid. You can have drops of water at the source. And they join together as the stream passes th through the hills and the streams join together, the drops of water join together and the streams join together and they form rivers and the rivers form together until by the time it comes down to the valley, it's a force of water. 
by all these little drops coming together. It's What is water? It's just drops. It's just a whole lot of little molecules, little drops of water that develop their power through uniting, through coming together. The same is with human circumstance. Circumstance is the alignment of events. One event maybe isn't going to change your life, but the way events align and come together, and what we call coincidence sometimes, uh, and sometimes it's not coincidence, sometimes they align over years. They're things that started when you were a child and one thing after another and you find yourself where you are. But if you look at where you are, it's not one event. If you look at where you are in any day of your life, it's a conglomerate of events that have come together to create a circumstance in which you currently find yourself. They're connected together, all these circumstances, and they become a stream, they become a river. There's a current that, that drives you. But it's just little drops of water. Each event is just a little drop of water. But without looking at each event, it wouldn't have happened. Each event comes together. And it's such an interesting exercise in your life to actually sit down and, and write out your story and see how many little events happen. And especially if you start writing your story from, from your grandparents. Uh, you go back there and you just work out how many little things had to come together. Sometimes not so little, but sometimes little things that had to just happen. Uh, a man and a woman had to meet each other in a certain time in a certain place to marry each other and become your grandparents. Without that meeting, it wouldn't have happened. And how many other little things like that? And you just work out how many things bring you to where you are at this particular point in time. The way these circumstances align and merge to create a current of events is what we call mazel. That's mazel. And he says there's, there's obvious muzzle and the subtle muzzle. And in the area of obvious muzzle, he lists six different types of muzzle. Avaim, who your parents are. The, um, the, the climate in which you grow up and which you live is going to impact who you are. The time, the period, the area that you were living in. Ricky, we were talking earlier, periods of wealth, period, just the way you, where you, you, did you live in the, did you, were you raised in the Great Depression? Were you raised during the Second World War? Were you raised in the 70s? That's going to affect who you are. These are things that are going to affect who you are. Your diet, the way you were raised and educated, your profession and job, these are all things that are going to mold who you are. That's muzzle. These things come together as a powerful force of who you are. Can that be redirected? Can that be influenced? Yes, says Tosfut, through a, a lot of schut. Sometimes it's schut avot. Sometimes it's the, the, the merit of grandparents, great-grandparents, parents. goes back sometimes it's not even our own effort. Through that schut these things happen. Sometimes it's through our learning of Torah, the chesed that we do, the kindness that we do, the, the uh, tefillah, the davening that we put in. We talked about how tefillah helps the raising of children, success with raising of children. These things are not only mazal, but there is a force. We have to recognize that there's a, a force of, of mazal in the world. What's important to understand, so why does Hashem give me this kind of a mother and father, and you that kind, me this climate, and you that climate? Why, why does, it's, it's, it's sometimes very unfair. Sometimes we don't really all have a chance, as, as Rava says at the opening of our, our sugya, that Rabbe and Rav Chista, they lived in the same period, in the same times. One was uh, Simlet Sadikim, the one incredibly wealthy, comfortable, and happy, and the other had a life of struggle all of his life. Why, why does that happen? The um, Ravelia Desler, we've introduced him before, the 
Ponovich in, in uh, the, the Mashkiach in Ponovich after the war, uh, great grandson of, of Rabbi Sroh Salanta, uh, known as the Michtav Meliyahu, that's what we all know, know him about. So in the fourth chalik of his, of his Kuntras HaBechira, he writes a set of essays on, the, on Bechira, on free choice. In the fourth chalik, he explains that we're all given what we need for our particular Avodat Hashem. Whatever we're given is our tools. If we need poverty to become who we need to become, then we're given that. If we need wealth to become who we need to become, then we're given that. Rabbi Yudha Anossi couldn't have accomplished what he accomplished if he wasn't influential and wealthy. Hillel Hazokin couldn't have become Hillel if he wasn't very poor. Each of us have our situations and our circumstances are given to us for the Avodas Hashem that we have. Each of us has a particular purpose in the world. And we've got to identify that purpose and know that purpose because we're given everything we need to fulfill that purpose. Not only that, but by analyzing what we've been given, you can figure out what your purpose is. The Chovis Havovis says, I think it's in Shara Abchina, you could look at an animal, a bird knows it's supposed to fly because it's got wings, otherwise why would it have wings? Uh, it has a beak, so it knows it's got to pluck its food out of the ground. It, it has the kalim, if you just look at how it's designed. Look at how your life is designed. Stop as a snapshot of today and look at your entire life until this moment. Look at its design. We don't think design. Our lives have been designed to bring us to this point. The design of your life will tell you what your purpose in the world is. And that's a principle I use with my clients in business, not just with individuals, but with an organization. Look at the design. How did this group of people come together, whether it's hundreds of tens of thousands of people in one business, or it's a group of people in a business, or it's one person starting a business? How did this all come together? Look at the design of events and what Hashem has put on the table for you. Go deep into understanding the essence of those kochot, and you'll be able to work out why this business exists, why you exist, what you're meant to be doing in the world by the analysis of those, of those elements. And that's what's important in this Tiferes Yisrael and in the, in, the, in the Rav Desla. Not just that Hashem has given you everything you need to do your purpose, but everything you need informs you of what your purpose is. Just have a look at what you've got. And then one can understand the, the, the other question on the Gemara is why was Rava not answered on the, one, on the third thing he asked for? He asked for wealth, he got it. He asked for wisdom, he got it. But for, for humility, of, on the level of Rabba Barav Huna, he didn't get that far. So we're actually using the principle of, of Rav Desla, we can understand that. You've got to be careful what you ask for. R Rava was given exactly what he needed for his Avodat Hashem. He asked for a change. He, asked, he, he used his power of tefillah to modify the tools he's been given. But now he doesn't have the right tools to do what Hashem might have wanted him to do. He might have been able to get that to that level of humility had he had the life that, I, that, that his mazel had, de, had determined for him. Because mazel means it's your toolbox. That's a good way of, 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 of translating mazel. Man, mazel tov means I hope you have a good toolbox. You have the tools you need to do what you need to do in this world. That's what mazel tov means. It doesn't mean I hope that you're happy and rich. And for, just mean I hope you have the tools to do what you've been put in this world to do. That's mazel tov. Mazel is a toolbox. And the... Um, and Rava had the tools he needed to become what he needed to become. He influenced those tools and he got some extra tools, but now it's a different toolbox. 
and now he tries to become the anav of Rabbi Baravuna, and he can't uh, of Rabbi Baravuna, and he can't reach that level of anava because he doesn't have the, the the right tools that were originally given to him. So we have to be careful also what we ask for. And of course, we all want to have comfort, and we all, everybody would nobody wants to be uncomfortable. We see Rabbi himself asks for that for the wisdom and the wealth. Uh, we all want that, and we all try for that, and we all look for that kind of bracha. And throughout filot, we can all influence it. But what we do need to know is at the end of the day. We can't change our muzzle so far that we don't have the things we need to do what we're put here to do. At the end of the day, we're each put here to do something. At the end of the day, each of us is given what we need in order to do that. We need to look at our talents. We need to look at our passions. We need to look at our network of friends and connections. We need to look at our financial resources. We need to look at our upbringing, our education. You've got to put that all in the box in order to get a sense from that. By the tools Hashem has given you, by the design of the life He's given to you, what is it that He wants from each of us? And how do we, how do we reach that level and use the tools He's given us uh, for the purpose that He designed for us?